1: Welcome in everyone, DMVR Fantasy, Andre Simone with the gang as always. Week 10 in the books, time for week 11, and as I look at the top scorers this week in fantasy football, or this past week in fantasy football, everyone who stands out to me is a member of the Patriots offense, essentially. Um... Everything else you'd see coming, but Ramondre Stevenson as the fourth highest scoring or fifth highest scoring player
2: at any position, a guy that we talked about plenty. I picked um, Ramondre Stevenson up as our stream option in two of my leagues, and he ended up winning me my matchup in both of those leagues.
1: Yeah, unsurprisingly. Um, yeah, I know I have a kind of in a 24 team league where I seem lost at running back. I now have a conundrum of James Robinson um dearness johnson ramondre stevenson um or khalil Herbert. so you know it's uh you stay active you stay uh tuned into this pod good things will happen but it's not just our guy ramondre um because maybe that'd be less surprising you see hunter henry with a monster game and he's just been phenomenal all year kendrick bourne uh, really blew it up with four receptions for 98 yards and a touchdown. Also had some rushing attempts in there. And Mac Jones was a top 10 fantasy contributor um, at his position at quarterback this season. Top five, to be exact. He was the fourth behind only Mahomes, Dak Prescott, and Josh Allen with 20 or 19.92 points. Just barely ahead of Trevor Simeon, Ryan Tannehill. And Jalen Hurts.
2: Yeah. Um, or
1: put it on the Broncos.
2: We're really seeing um this offense kind of look like what we thought probably the best case scenario was heading into this season finally, with maybe not a true number one option, but a bunch of pass catchers who can do some option. Ramondre Stevenson, Damian Harris having a running game that's really reliable and sort of having that, and just asking Mac Jones to take who's take the open guy in front of him and do what he did in college. Which just operate within a system, and he's been really, really functional at just doing what they ask him to do. Which I thought was going to be a problem early because of his physical limitations, but he's proven to be a smart enough and a cerebral enough mm-hmm. quarterback to just take what's there and do what they're asking him to do. Which is always how the Patriots have won, and I think this offense is going to be sustainable for those reasons because they're winning in the ways they always have won, even though it's a new quarterback pulling the strings.
3: Money Mac, man. He's doing his thing now. Obviously I'm biased, but I mean this is kind of what I expected. I mean, he was consistently in my top two, three quarterbacks on the draft pod last year. I get why people were were skeptical of him, and I had my own doubts as well, but the dude has a, a rocket of an arm. He's awesome on the deep ball. He's got great touch. And like and like Kale said, he just makes good decisions. I mean, since week four, second highest. Rated quarterback in the NFL, according to PFF, you know, some of that I take with a grain of salt, but it it just shows that he's making good decisions. He's making the plays that are available, and you got to take this Patriots team seriously. I mean, from a fantasy perspective, I don't, maybe I'm listening too much of the Bill Simmons podcast, but maybe they're a Super Bowl contender at this point. I do buy in their defense. I mean, you're you're looking at the way this offense is producing with how open it is in the AFC. I mean, Mm. they still play the Bills twice. It's They've got a lot of big time matchups coming up and, and a lot of big time tests for Mac Jones and this offense. And, you know, if they can sustain it or not, I mean, obviously, it's one thing to do it against, you know, the, the lower teams of the world. Atlanta, not a great team, but coming off of a, a short week, I do think this is a good test for him to see if he can kind of build off of that and, and continue to do what he's been doing these last couple of weeks.
1: Yeah, that's where I wonder on a short week against the Falcons, a game that, you know, often we see home dogs perform well. Could he underperform there? Tennessee, Buffalo, the next two matchups, then a bye, and it's at Indy, Buffalo again, Jacksonville at Miami. But
3: that Indy game, low-key, could have really big playoff implications because, I mean, you have to take the Colts seriously in the AFC as well just because... I mean, you get some wins over Jacksonville and Houston. That's going to help your cause. Who knows oh. if Tennessee can sustain this without Derrick Henry, but they look pretty dang good.
2: I mean, they're what, six straight weeks over playoff teams from last year. I'm not taking Tennessee over out over anybody, but in general. Um, so who on this, from a fantasy perspective, who on this Patriots offense are you guys bought in on for the rest of the year?
3: Matt
1: Hunter Henry is the automatic one to me. Mm-hmm. I agree. He's been a top 3 tight end this year. He's been phenomenal. You guys are in on Mac. I'm a bit more skeptical because I think all the things you guys said really apply for football reasons,
3: fantasy reasons. Well, and that's the argument. It's the, that's the tough thing with the Patriots as you know in our group chat we were talking about yep. the, the tough part with predicting yep. Patriots fantasy players is is it going to be a week where Mack only gets 18 attempts and every red zone attempt is a run to Damian Harris or, you know, whoever one of the revolving door that the Patriots will run out there at running back, or are they going to let him rip? It seems like they trust him a little bit more. They're finally kind of letting him do, you know, a little bit more than just the quick reads. And and that's big because his ability to stretch the field, I think is what's opening this offense that combined with a really strong running game. But you know, we we already mentioned they got to play good defenses. It's cold in New England. I know that's not like a huge factor, but passing stats late December, the season goes mm-hmm. longer this year, you know, January and mm-hmm. Foxborough. That's not yep. easy conditions, you know, December too.
2: I got to say I have some I,
3: doubts, but I like him.
2: Yeah, I got to say I agree with Saul. I don't know if there's any Patriot other than Hunter Henry. I really love as much as uh, Ramondre Stevenson, RB1. Those two weeks was fun. Uh, Damian Harris is healthy and just can't really trust that backfield. Like has always been the case outside of James white in those PPR leagues. Um, when Harris know.
3: was running really well before he got hurt, like he exactly, was exactly. Some of the best football
2: of his career. So that's yeah. what I'm saying. I just don't know who's going to get carries at this point.
3: Some
1: fumbling issues, but you do worry that Harris coming back is just going to murk things up enough. um, and it's honestly, it's kind of an interesting battle because Kendrick Bourne has been more of the boomer bus guy. He'll have some big weeks, then he kind of has some nothing weeks. Jacoby Myers, for football reasons, has been more consistent, but he's never really giving you much more than 10 points in a PPR. Um, so you're probably better off rostering Bourne, rolling the dice on a few matchups, and it's probably games that aren't all that close, you know, that are going to be, on the closer side, because they're so good at beating you so many different ways. That's why they're a hard team to go off of uh, fantasy wise is the same reason they're so hard to beat in real football. They'll beat you a million different ways. They can pick and choose uh, based on the matchup. Mac Jones, on the other hand, I think we're still in like luxury streaming option.
2: I agree. Um, but the They're high like, end of that.
1: Yes. That's uh, why he's in the luxury. Part
2: I don't know. I,
3: I think you might be able to at least justify him as a low end, you know, like consistent starter at this point, just because I'd love the him floor as a versus second ceiling TV. argument, right? Like his ceiling is not going to be that of, you know, the, the top fantasy producing quarterbacks, at least consistently on a week to week basis. Like you don't expect him to go out there and outperform, you know, Lamar Jackson, Mahomes. Rogers, you guys know who the good quarterbacks are, yeah, but yeah. probably not gonna screw you with like a you know sub ten point game or something like that. Like, I'm in a two QB league, and both of them got six points last week. I still somehow won, but yeah, like, I I like I do him think as a
2: fifteen to twenty a week. I like him as a QB too in a two QB league for sure. Um, especially if you're in a dynasty league that has two QBs, I like him in that scenario a lot, but. I don't know. Well, I, I tend injuries. to. Yeah, I tend to agree with Dre more.
1: You know, Mahomes, Dak, Josh Allen, um, Hurts at this point. Lamar, that's five. Brady, Herbert, Rogers, Stafford. I believe that's nine. And then you know when they get back, Russ, Kyler, it's about ten. So yeah, now that's you're a, talking that's a about tough
3: list to crack. Yeah, top ten is a.
1: QB, you QB 11. More like yeah. Right. Right. So, you know, yeah, it's it's in that luxury streaming option. But I think we all trust him more than Justin Fields. I mean, he's easily the the best rookie quarterback option you've got right now. Um,
3: probably in so, the yeah. best position to, you know, system wise. Obviously, it cool. seems like him and McDaniels are really clicking. They have weapons around him, although it's. It's not like a great receiving court, no. but I think it's they have some versatility at least where like they have a guy that can stretch the field a little bit they have some underneath options Hunter Henry's obviously killing it but the the Patriots are just kind of kind of meat and potatoes ing this season but they've done it and great. put themselves in in contention it's gonna be fun to see how this all plays out with Mac and really the Pats in general I like, I find myself kind of rooting for them. This is just like a little side mm-hmm. tangent, and it I mm-hmm. feels really weird to say as a Broncos fan. I'm not like rah-rah
2: Patriots, but I, yeah, I, I like the guys they've drafted. Wow, I could not disagree Selectable more. Team. Could not disagree I like more.
3: I like McDaniels too, but that's a controversial uh, take. Like I would wow. take him back as a Broncos coach even, and I, well, I was I, there.
2: I lived it. It was worth
1: we can't touch that. I we don't cannot have to, believe the
2: absolute cover. five pepper takes coming from Justin Michael's mouth right now. The we Patriots likable? No. <laughs> they are. Uh, Brady's likable nowadays in, yeah, in Tampa. This version I kind of see. likable in Tampa. The Patriots will never be likable. It's the evil empire, bro.
1: This version I see. Um it's I, I kind of the, find
3: them. I don't like the organization. I just, I like these guys. They're fun to watch. You're a I Bama fan.
1: I'll
2: let it, I'll let it fly. You
1: like Mac. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. I'll let it happen I, I find them <laughs> likable too. Um, We can't get into the McDaniels stuff, though. That would No, really I know. Take That's a long. whole...
2: Yeah.
1: So we're going to move Damn. on to questions. This coming from the comment section. Our guy, TK Freeze... Breaking this all down for us, and uh, this is uh, for DMVR members. We'll do this and much more. My guys, so quick breakdown. I'm fourth in my 14-team league, and I'm trying to make that last championship push. I just made two trades and wanted to see what you guys thought. One, traded Chase Edmonds and OBJ for Nick Chubb. Not bad. I traded AJ Dillon and Julio for DeAndre Hopkins. I mean... In a lot of these already, uh looking pretty good. So my team is the following: Josh Allen, Jonathan Taylor, running back one, Najee Harris, running back two, DeAndre Hopkins, wide receiver one, DJ Moore, wide receiver two, Mark Andrews is his tight end, Nick Chubb is his flex, notable bench players, T. Higgins, Jerry Judy, Tyler Conklin. Tyler Conklin's maybe my best fantasy call all, all year. Um So my questions are this in a
2: 14 team league. That's That's shockingly good good for a 14 team league. Yeah. A
1: hundred percent. What do you think of the trades? Um, Um, Should I be looking to trade Chubb being in PPR for another flex uh, play more involved in the passing game? Who should I be looking for to win the championship? I feel pulled off. I feel I pulled off some good trades uh, with some guys suffering from injuries. You guys are awesome. Thank you.
2: Who? um, Where do I start? Uh, number one, both great trades. Those were both great trades for injury-riddled guys for people that have yeah. been have the upside to really take you to a championship. I know Nick Chubb struggled with some injuries this year, but in the running back position, who hasn't? Um, they have to
3: run the ball. Like Baker yeah. has one arm; he's hobbled, and their other options, Case Keenum. Like that's the only way the Browns are getting relevant is if they get Chubb and and Hunt going again.
2: I wouldn't swing Chubb for anyone unless you can get a high-end PPR player like an Austin Eckler out of it, which I doubt would happen. So I would sit, sit, sit. Pat there. I really yeah. like your team. I agreed. That's a that's an awesome team. Maybe
3: wide receiver I'm... too if you could get somebody. I I agree. I don't know if I would move the running backs unless I. I don't. Know. I'm just a big fan of a running back at a flex unless you you got a really mm-hmm. solid PPR option I, I, I agree. just want the touch. I agree. Well, and it's
1: a real point of strength to have that extra running back because let's face it, guys are going to go down again. So you're going to need that depth. Uh, You can find streaming options on the free, you know, on the waiver wire. Elijah Moore
2: Moore has had two straight double digit weeks and he's cuttable. So, like, that's what I mean. That second wide receiver spot's way more easy to find guys than that running back in a flex position. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I'm just not. I'm just not sure I'm seeing a great candidate where you're not selling yourself short at this point um, in the flex spot to really make sense of that. But we'll keep thinking on that. But uh, I love those trades and um, we'll be really Yeah. You love to see that. So um, DeAndre Swift might be sneaky. Or trying to buy low on Alvin Kamara.
3: I really like that. Because, I mean, the Saints are in, quietly, could still win that division. Especially with Tampa's Uh recent skid. Like, they got to get that offense going. Obviously, some of that's going to be dependent on, you know, what they ultimately do with the quarterback position. It kind of seems like it's Simeon's team now, at least for the rest of this year. Yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah. Those are the only two names I throw out there, aside from Austin Eckler.
3: Which is the one? uh, Really good. Yeah, that was a
1: great question. And then Nick Scott hit me up, and he was asking James Robinson, Adam Thielen, or Michael Pittman. You can start two out of three. James Robinson, Thielen, or Pittman. Pittman, of course, has been. Just otherworldly lately, and the Colts are kind of
2: on a nice run. This sounds crazy, but I think Thielen and Pittman because that that Vikings offense has been an automatic start for all of those players lately too. So Thielen
3: eats the Packers too. Like historically, he's a guy that plays really well in that matchup.
1: Yeah, and Robinson, you just can't trust that Jacksonville offense. You just can't trust he, him. I, I'm thinking like he of
3: very well could go for 20, but it's just, yeah. I, I think the risk reward there is I think the and, and Pittman are just
2: such safer plays. I love watching him play when you can, when he actually gets touches, he's yeah. such an exciting, fun player to watch, but you just can't trust whether he's mm-hmm. going to get the right yeah. opportunities in that offense.
1: Exactly. Yeah. I'm thinking of potentially having a bench him for Khalil Herbert this week. Trying to out. Herbert
3: gets back in the mix in that backfield, it's been a quiet couple of weeks now.
1: Yeah, it has been a quiet couple of weeks. We got to see him the is in that mix too. So another one who you gotta keep monitoring, Chubb. Um, all our fantasy people and experts, uh, you know, should know it's an automatic shoe-in that uh you can use that fantasy expertise on the DraftKings Sportsbook app, <laughs> the number one betting app in all the land uh the the best sgp props money lines, spreads they've got it all totals uh stats hub which is amazing they've had some incredible deals going on right now not just for new users but um re- returning users like ourselves right now new users though bet a dollar you win a 100 on an nfl market as long as that game doesn't go zero zero something that never happens it would be devastating for us fantasy players if that did and uh with that in mind join DraftKings sportsbook use the code dmvr will they will match your first deposit bonus up to a thousand dollars uh restrictions do apply must be 21 or older Colorado only bonus comprises of a first deposit bonus and a first bet match, each up to $500. Deposit bonus requires 25 times playthrough. Restrictions do apply. See slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem call 1 800 522 4700.
3: Pew, 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 pew. Shout out DraftKings Sportsbook.
1: Yes, big time. It's worked well for us the last few weeks. It's actually really helped me where I've turned some of my fantasy uh, seasons around. It's kind of a necessary exercise because it doesn't matter what you were able to pick up on the waiver wire. Every roster is depleted. We've got injuries, we've got buys and we need streaming options to make up for those. And it starts at the quarterback position where we have a ton of intriguing options each and every week. We mentioned Trevor Simeon being just behind Mac Jones, um, a week ago, they take, he takes on the Philadelphia Eagles. Tua Tagovailoa, very available. Mac Jones, still very available. As is Jimmy Garoppolo, who faces off against the Jaguars. Tyler Heineke coming off that monster week against the Buccaneers. And, you know, some of the old suspects, guys like Daniel Jones, Tyrod Taylor, Jared Goff, Trevor Lawrence, and a new name in the mix, the our favorite Wildcat quarterback, Cam Newton. So
2: it's wild. he actually scored a decent amount of fantasy points last week, yeah cam's probably a uh maybe a good fantasy play because he might he's they're probably just gonna like he's not in their long term plans they might as well use him as much as they can this season and get those rushing touchdowns in the end zone
3: supposedly the Panthers have interest in bringing him back next year if he's like yeah that's what I was reading today and I was just as surprised as you but who knows? You know that could just be, you know, a little bit of smoke trying to confuse people on what they're doing moving forward. But yeah, I, I like I like him as a decent fantasy option. Uh, Joe Flacco going against Miami. Who knows what to expect yeah. with that Jets team? But I mean, Miami their season kind of seems to be about over.
1: Yep.
2: My my favorite uh, my favorite quarterback streaming option this week is trod Taylor. Um, don't mm. love that. AFC South division games always get weird just in general. I That secondary is really beat up. They've been playing way better than they should. Not that the Texans are good by any stretch of imagination, but Terod Taylor might get some random rushing yards here or there. If you're looking for a streaming quarterback, I kind of like that matchup, and there's not a worse group of corners that you're going to be going up against um, from a starting quarterback perspective this week.
3: Daddy's available, but he is on this list that we have of streaming options. Daniel Jones going up against Tampa Bay. That Tampa defense has Mm. been struggling. Mm. I mean, you have to always have the option to get some sneaky rush yards out of him. I mean, I don't love the matchup, but if you're desperate for a quarterback option, I actually wouldn't be shocked if the Giants won that game just with the way Tampa's playing. But figured I'd throw his name into into the conversation. Um, I like Steenia and Philadelphia. I know that defense kind of handled Denver pretty easily, but I think when you look at a larger sample size, it's not mm-hmm. like an imposing defense or anything like that. Again, if he gets no, no. Kamara going, I think that's a solid play. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I I think, um, you know, at face value, you'd be intrigued by Heineke and Mac Jones. Those are kind of tough matchups with all the circumstances. I think Garoppolo against the Jaguars. Might be half decent, though the Niners are so up and down. So I worry about that. If he's available in your league, and he should be in most, Baker Mayfield against the Lions or Case Keenum against the Lions, either or, might be sneakily the play at quarterback. Um, Just going Browns QB against the Lions. You could do worse than that.
3: I think they should go with Keenum,
1: dude. I he agree.
3: Baker can't even move. Like it's, it's hard to watch that. Offense. Yeah.
2: If he's immobile, it's really tough. Yeah. That's a good point. We've got a question kill. We do coming in from, uh, Ooh, famous Mike trout celebrity. Famous in the comments trout, yes. section. On a serious note in a keeper league that I'm playing for next year on, what kind of return should I be looking for by trading Jordan Howard? Jordan ooh. Howard return. Well, so
1: you're, you're basically, you're trying to flip, an immediate asset into something that has a little more long-term staying power and it's a keeper not a dynasty which to some extent improves his value um i'd like to know what kind you know to a certain extent you'll kind of take what you can get if you're trying to shop them you're probably fine at running back and don't need that depth you're more anxious to shop him i rather than draft picks i would try to search um where you might there's a surplus of wide receivers and you might be able to flip a wide out that way um you know kendrick Bourne, who we just talked about is intriguing I think you've had some guys who've dropped off lately who might have some value. Think of a Marquise Brown, for example. Um, those might be the kind of guys that I'm trying to target. Somewhat of an upgrade to, uh, you know, to to what you've got there in Jordan Howard for someone who's really struggling with that uh, running back need.
3: Well, it's just, I think the tough part is you don't really know what role he's going to serve in that option, in that offense moving forward, because you don't know if they're going to run it back with Hurts. I assume they would, based on how he's played, you know, especially down the stretch here. But also, I mean, like, how does Miles Sanders factor into that conversation? And, you know, because he was getting those consistent touches early, and now it's kind of like a running back by committee approach. Um, I think that's a tough, tough judge because you just don't know what his ceiling is at this point. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, that. I
1: don't. I, I certainly wouldn't be buying Jordan Howard, but I mean, he's been impressive. Like it's been good. Finally, let's get into some defensive streaming options, fellas.
2: Um, uh, Seattle, this weekend. If Kyler's not good to go, that would be my number 1 play. If Kyler's not playing, Seattle's probably going to be available in most leagues.
3: I go to the Dolphins against the Jets. I mean, Flack mm. going against Flacco seems like a decent option. I know I throw him out as a streaming option too, but just your choices are limited at this point when it comes to quarterback. So,
2: for sure, um Washington football team against Carolina, um Cam's first weekend starting if Washington football team's available. Although they just lost two of their star pass rushers, so that's probably maybe not the smartest play. But I mean, at this point, we're just looking for some matchups, and I don't trust that Carolina offense. So
3: honestly, oh. I throw the Jets defense oh. out against Miami yep. too. You can t- take yep. either of those defenses versus either of those offenses,
1: hundred percent. And if you can get the Niners against the Jags, that's a really intriguing one. Um, um you yeah, have that availability to you.
2: Raiders defense, uh, they're not playing They got. I know they got absolutely torched by Kansas City, but that offense is absolutely built to destroy cover three, which is the only thing that the Raiders run. Uh, cover three against Cincinnati should work quite a bit better, and Cincinnati's offense is a little bit lost right now, especially with that pass rush being able to get home all season like they have been. Again, I'm just throwing, none of these are perfect plays. I'm just throwing out some options for you guys. No, I'm
3: glad you mentioned that. I, I really like the Raiders as a home dog in that matchup. I think last week in general, just right after the Henry Ruggs situation, after everything this team's already been through, I think it was just too much. You know, I think at some point they were they were due for well, a little apart. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And I yeah, think they get back in. on track
3: against the middling Bengals team who we may be overhyped a little bit after that, that Baltimore win, but it, it's been one one of those types of years. Like week to week, nothing just really seems to matter 100%.
1: All that yeah, I I think the Jets Dolphins matchup though is a great streaming option. Like agreed, agreed. Regardless of what you've got going on in your league, those should be pretty nice options to land on there. So
3: before we go, I got yeah. a question for you guys. Would you guys go with? I've got. Uh, deonta foreman going up against houston or i could go jd mckissick at carolina or i could go with uh khalil herbert against the ravens i'm leaning towards foreman just he seems to be i have adrian peterson too but i'm probably going to drop him at some point it seems like foreman's getting more touches than is a better option out of backfield but i don't really love any of these options so what do you guys think
0: I
2: don't love any of them, but I agree with you, yeah. Dante Foreman. Just because I trust that offense, they're gonna it seems like they're gonna produce regardless at this point. So
1: and you'll get red zone touches at worse. Um yeah, that's kind of who I'm feeling, man.
3: My other question for you would you I could go Matt Ryan against New England, obviously coming off of a, a poor week, but I think they rebound. I don't have very many streaming options. Again, it's a two quarterback league, so basically anybody that even plays is is on a roster at this point. Or do I go Joe Flacco against Miami? I think I gotta Whoa. go Matt Ryan. Yeah, just you have to go, to to go to Matt go Ryan, run. but I hate. That. I just God, hate, God, I that hate that, that. <laughs> the Patriots defense on a short week like it, it feels like a nightmare matchup. He's
1: thrown for multiple touchdowns in like seven of the last eight games where they were an underdog. He's thrown for 300 plus. You're, you a that's, lot of these. that's all I needed to hear. I knew AFC. it in my
3: heart, but he's coming off of a six point week. And it's just one of those where it's like, oh my God, I don't trust this at all.
2: Yeah.
1: This is a, they'll, they'll show some honor in this one Thursday night, home dogs. They'll play the Pats tough. It's why. I'm not starting Mac Jones. I have a league where I could pick him up and I need a streaming option at quarterback. I'm staying away. I'm really scared by this Thursday night matchup.
3: Pats so, fans seem to be as well. So I think you might be on to something. It's got to be careful. Yeah. It's kind of a quirky all the, week.
1: All the public money's on the Pats. It's a, it's a classic trap. So there you go. Um, That's all from us. Thank you all for joining. Thank you all for uh, funneling into the questions. Uh, It's really been phenomenal. And we will be back next week. Thank you, fellas. Always a pleasure.
2: Later.